Hi everyone, Eric here, your host. Welcome to our Spirituality and Growth Mindset Podcast. Today I have Paula with me, my pageant queen, my superstar, along with that Leo energy resonating from the full moon that was last night. And she is going to talk with me about everything pageant related when it comes to the growth and spirituality mindset. So welcome to the show, Paula. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on. This is such an honor, truly. And I'm so excited to see where this podcast goes. It's going to be amazing. And yeah. I'm going to pull into all your heartstrings tonight. I'm not going to even lie. Okay. I'm going to basically talk about the good, the bad, the ugly of pageants, but mm-hmm. also like the beauty, right? And mm-hmm. I know that that's kind of already a trigger word is you're not supposed to call it a beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to call it? So, well, in a way, like, that is an aspect of it, because I believe beauty comes from the the inside. I truly believe that. Like, we're all beautiful in our own way, and, like, your heart is what makes you, you know, who you are as a person. And um, it's a trigger because sometimes, like, society thinks, like, you have to, like, fit the specific mold, but that's not true. It's our uniqueness that makes us who we are. And that's mm-hmm. the difference is, like, the beauty and, you know, like, our imperfections. And that kind of highlights that. Beauty pageants or um, any type of pageant truly highlights the beauty and, like, uniqueness and difference. And, yeah, it does have a lot of ugly, beautiful, different things. That's very true. You can definitely agree with that as well. So tell us a little bit about how you got started. Because I don't even know your full history. I just know that I know you've won some titles in there. I know you've competed in several states. And I've seen, you know, walk on stage, you know, in that itsy busy bikini. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to go back to those days. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Before, you know, you go on stage, you're like, riddled with like nerves and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of pressure for sure but i think um what really got me interested was watching the miss universe pageant Mm -hmm. just being a part of like with my family like you know watching that and just seeing like like physically like oh my gosh oh my gosh like who's gonna win this year oh miss usa yes like we love that like this year our bonnie is actually a girl i competed with Mm -hmm. um she won miss universe so that's huge like that's so exciting um so you know miss universe i i wouldn't say we're friends but i with her i mean that's the funny thing and we'll talk about competition because that's going to be huge into your growth mindset right and then to your spirituality as well mm-hmm. and it's hard to become friends with people that you're competing against and we're going to dive so deep into that here in a moment mm-hmm. but i also know that you know you've also competed but you've competed in different pageants where you've actually won i think you said miss plano yeah, Miss Plano, I have the title. Um, that wasn't necessarily a pageant, though. That was just, like, a competition. Like, um, if you, like, kind of, like, qualified for it, and then, like, you would get the title. But mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't like, a pageant. Like, you, like, you know, studied your stuff on set. It was more like an interview, like, mm-hmm. hi, bye, and then, like, that was it. It wasn't in front of people, you know. I would present myself kind of, like, one-on-one like this. Oh, Okay. Um, but, but that has its own value too. Mm-hmm. Like, and honestly, I think it's more intimidating when you're sitting across from somebody and trying to convince them of your worth, right? Because that's exactly what pageants are about is like, here I am, here's my 30 second interview, judge me. And then hopefully, you know, at the end, you win like a scholarship or you win mm-hmm. money, like what type of pageants have you done or that you know of? Like, what are the prizes? Like, why would somebody want to do it other than, you know, the attention? <laughs> 
So a lot of it has to do with experience. Like you said, like we do interviews and, you know, questions, one-on-one -on -one things. And a lot of those things we do in real life. Like it's just preparing you for actual job interviews. It's preparing you for having, you know, these are so intense intense and they have so much um pressure because you're in front of people not just you, you and one another person doing the interview but you have you know people watching who you're actually competing against and it's mm -hmm. like oh my goodness like i really hope i don't like embarrass myself or say something or trip over my words which you do but then you learn from it and you like just keep going mm -hmm. um so that's kind of what comes out of it i mean you don't like expect to like win a lot and i know i know most people who do pageants, you'll probably spend between ten and twenty thousand dollars just on like the competition itself, like that's the dress. A car. That's that's like a. Sorry, my very first car I bought out of pocket. And it was five thousand dollars. I'm really proud about that. I know you can't buy cars at five thousand dollars anymore. But no, you said ten thousand to what? Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, like my roommate spent. Um, the girl who like I roomed with um, during the competition, she spent upwards of twenty thousand dollars on it because there's just so much that goes into it that mm -hmm. like people aren't aware of. So it doesn't have to do necessarily with the money you're not you're not really in there to win money like it's mm -hmm. i wouldn't recommend it if that's like the intention but um it's definitely an investment but i i it's, it's worth it it's worth mm -hmm. it and you come out like with you know this like the sense of competition that you're talking about like um day to day we see competition sometimes as like a negative Mm -hmm. And I don't think that should be the case. I think competition would be very healthy as long as you think have it in the right mindset, like not comparing yourself. Because if you compare yourself to these girls, it's like, oh my gosh, like, can I just not wrap my bed? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're so beautiful, you know? But it's like, it's it's like a healthy competition. It just pushes you to be better. Mm -hmm. And I love that aspect of it. And um, a lot of girls like, like it too and see it as a good thing. So tell me about the pageants where you actually had to go on stage. I think you competed in Texas and one other state. So like, what is the big difference between, you know, the private interviews and like actually going to perform? So before pageants, I actually tried to compete for um, this Miss WBFF World, which is um, like a fitness competition. I'm super into fitness, always have been, like mm -hmm. always been my thing. Like since I first could have a gym membership, I was like working out. Um, I worked at gyms, my first job, well, my second job technically, but was at a gym and I just, I love them so much, but um, I actually had competed and I had like done the deposit, everything, and then mm -hmm. I developed an eating disorder from the fitness competition. Mm -hmm. And it was just because they, you have to be a specific type of like physique and it's a lot more like hard on you. Mm -hmm. So um, being in that specific like mindset and like that was just so unhealthy for me. And I tried it a few times, actually tried like three times, three years. And it was just not possible for me to get to that like level mm -hmm. and stay mentally healthy. So I like had to switch up and then I did the Miss Texas and then um, it was like an amazing experience. And then um, where you where you compete, I would still support and I would still watch it. And, you know, you learn stuff from watching it as well. Um, did I ever think I would be on it? Uh, no, definitely no. <laughs> not. I, I had the premonitions like, oh, my gosh, pageant so superficial. That's like so um so bad and this and that and then i did it and like preparation was hell like it was a lot as well but i did it and i was like i'm doing this again and i'm doing this again and again and i love it and it's it's because 
you feel accomplished like you mm-hmm. you worked so hard these months to be on the stage to make make it you know like the walk the like little things you don't even consider like, like well walk the, me through that like what are the categories that you have to compete in for a pageant like so, i know the physical walk something mm-hmm. about swimwear like mm-hmm. pretend like i don't know <laughs> so, so, don't. When you, <laughs> so when you go into the pageant the first thing that um really kind of people notice or people really look into or you have to prepare for and this is before recording before anything is an interview Mm -hmm. so judges interview you one-on-one and there's about a panel of six judges and each Mm -hmm. one asks you questions um and this is done in a room in front of everybody Mm -hmm. like you are how many people might be in that room there's about between 30 and 50 people waiting for their turn yeah and and you know like they're just like it's focused on you you don't have any time to think of your answer you turn around and you just like they throw them at you um you have to answer them as as eloquently and as quickly as you can Mm, that's something i would want to do i want to be a judge i'd be like okay think of the most abstract spiritual question of like how do you attune yourself with the luna cycle (laughs) and just kind of see how they react to it and if they vibe they're gonna be like well you know i let my menstrual cycle flow and i'll be like that's my girl right there i am on board with her so anyone listening i am ready to be a pageant judge so okay so the interview (laughs) and then um, is it like a Hunger Games type of setup where like you pass the interview, you get to go to the pageant? So do you get to do everything? Everybody, everybody gets to do everything. Um, as long as you like, you you know, you've done your dues and everything. You 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 do the judging, and then after the judging, you um, do the the walk. So there's like a preliminary, which is like the main one, which is like the most important one, which is the one that's actually criticized, mm-hmm. like the one that's actually judged, and they pick the winner on the preliminary, and then the just based one, off a walk. Yeah yeah like you walk in your swimsuit you walk in like a nice dress and then you walk in like a kind of casual like dress that everyone wears like similar colors Mm. people used to do dances but not anymore um so that's that's one aspect of it and then the second day it's a three-day process the second day or the last day sorry is um the like official like pageant show and it's like where you walk in like your evening gown and like everyone's announced the winner and all of that like hoopla but like the really important one is the preliminary that's the one where they'll like take you out they'll pick the top 15 they'll pick you know who like won like specific like miss um miss like love like by everyone people who like voted for her things like that miss and Jeannie Jeannie Alex. Miss <laughs> Jeannie, that's exactly what i think of when i think of pageants is miscongeniality mm-hmm. so is there an actual talent portion there because I didn't hear you say that. Um, no, no, no. There's not a talent portion, but there's person like who people vote and like who got along with the best people, who is like the sweetest, or who has like, you know, like 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 people vote and then those mm-hmm. also like make it and like you get like noted for that, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. You know, it's an amazing experience for all of those. But the spiritual aspect of pageants that like nobody really talks about is like you're you're kind of like in this zone where you have these girls who are like working towards a similar mission mm-hmm. and that mission is to be like the best like all around like wholesome person like you can be so it's like you want to be intelligent you want to be beautiful you want to be healthy you want to be like nice because that's a really big thing that they focused on you want to be like overall for the better good of like like 
of people like you mm-hmm. you want to be like do better so in humanity that's uh, to me i think of that i'm like almost contradictory mm-hmm. it's like anyone could be nice for three days right and it's yeah. just like i would lose <laughs> because i would just be so real i'd be like girl that walk was terrible but i like you <laughs> like you have a great laugh but bad walk <laughs> so like i would never win those like <laughs> yeah yeah but like it, it's like it's something that like even if you are like like really real and stuff girls are like that and they win because it's it has mm. to do with like also being your authentic self and like it's like full acceptance of anything and like everything mm. like so my sarcasm has a chance yeah no, <laughs> like differences like like make you you know and they make you special and like that's really what pageantry kind of teaches you as well mm-hmm. like you don't want to be like everyone else you want to stand out and usually the girls who win are the ones who like stand out and like kind of you know like are a little bit like peculiar like you notice them and then those mm-hmm. are the ones that win and so that's just like um an interesting thing that i like a, a repetition like repeated thing that we kind of know there's me and my friends have like been on it for a few years so you have plenty of years as well too because you're only like 24 mm-hmm. so like i think you can compete in pageants until you're like 27 or 29 depending on what type of pageant it is. yeah i think i think it's 28 i, I think i missed it at 27 29 <laughs> right in the middle yeah but, and actually it's funny because the girl who won um this universe was 29 and she was like saying how oh yeah like this is like my last year to compete i'm so grateful and it kind of gives everyone hope like you know just keep trying like maybe you know mm-hmm. this will be your year and it's really special like it's it's um it is a little bit limiting that it is until like 29 or something like mm-hmm. you'd think that, i feel like, like beauty starts at 30 to be honest with you i think i'd look better in my age group than i ever did at 22 or 21 yeah maybe like, that's just my ego. like no i agree completely <laughs> like our brains fully develop at what like 20, 25 25 mm-hmm. so how how can you like be like the, this like beautiful person before then like how like when your brain isn't even fully developed like you don't know anything like mm-hmm. how does that even happen who am i yeah no and i see like like this beautiful beautiful person um like heidi summers she's mm-hmm. gorgeous i don't know if you've heard of her she's like this texas like um bodybuilder gorgeous 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 heidi Summers. i've seen her yeah okay. she's i've seen her a few times she's like 33 34 and every single time I, I see her like she's famous like I don't know like I know her but every single time I see her I'm like this person is the most beautiful human being I've ever seen in my entire life oh, now I've got to see her and, uh, like, like in person. I'll put her in the show notes too it looks like surreal time. and like mm-hmm. I'm like what is your skincare <laughs> like my mind is blown like how is this possible and um and yeah like definitely like I think beauty has a lot more to do with you know like your inner self more than like she's such a beautiful soul such a beautiful soul and i think it has so much to do with like your inner self than it has to do with like outer appearance i think if you're like a, a mean spirited person you have like bad intentions or anything is wrong like that it eventually comes out mm-hmm. and i think that's why people like associate like old age with like you know not looking beautiful not looking good because like sometimes the spirit drags down as like our experiences like mold us oh you got really spiritual with that <laughs> okay i love it. Okay, so I'm going to recap what you just said, and we're going to go so deep down the rabbit hole. So you were talking about how, as you age, you think people feel like they almost look uglier or like they're losing that vibrance Mm -hmm. because of their spirit, not necessarily because they're getting physically older. Mm -hmm. Go deeper, go deeper. (laughs) 
<laughs> so like why what made you even think of that that's such an older thought or an old um what's it called an old soul thought for you so um the reason why like that's factual to me is because i've seen it i've seen i've seen like i said i've seen people with beautiful beautiful spirits and souls and to me they're like so stunning and just so like magnanimous like magnetic like i just want to be around you and then there's other people who like were beautiful and then they just kind of like let life make them bitter and then i couldn't be around them for my own personal safety or like for my own reasons but it was almost like like the opposite of a magnet like i was like mm -hmm. help from them and then i i could i wanted i like it was between wanting to help you and like you know like bring you back to who you used to be like i remember you mm -hmm. like inner child yeah it's like i remember who you were like 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 i missed that person and then like this person now who's like not the same anymore isn't isn't as like happy or like there's just something off and then like it's like they, they're almost like 180 difference with how they look as well mm -hmm. i i think that's why people really like um associate it with that because it's like you know like like correlation is not necessarily causation and it's, it's just like so correlated but i don't believe that is necessarily always the case you know so let's get into the growth mindset. And so before you even go to the interview or into the stage, you are in the gym, right? Like you are jotting down notes, you're learning recent like events and you're learning politics and these type of things that require you to be mentally stronger, but also physically stronger. I grew up in the modeling industry. That's kind of, you know, most people know that history part about me. And I would be next to the pageant girls because it's kind of the same you know physique that you're going for in the mm -hmm. modeling industry as you are for the pageants and i would see them almost i'll go ahead and say it, working harder than you know the models only because like they are going to be judged from literally head to toe in like a few days versus models kind of get this repetitive thing of like we're always kind of judged so like if we had a cheat day it's just a matter of time versus you guys are going for that finish line right yeah and so i know though that that really messes with your mindset right okay. negativity positivity and this is like a place where if you feel comfortable to get like vulnerable i know that you mentioned a little bit of an eating disorder which happens in the modeling industry it happens in the pageant industry it happens to everyday girls right like i'll admit i'm right there with you i hope my mom doesn't watch this because i'm gonna tell <laughs> myself so bad here i had sorry mom, <laughs> sorry, mom. love you um <laughs> Hope she doesn't watch this. So I tried one cigarette in my entire life and it was outside my mom's house. I was 15. It technically wasn't a cigarette cigarette. It was an e-cigarette because it was strawberry flavored. I thought that was going to make it better, but it did not. Just for anybody like we do not promote smoking whatsoever. It goes against everything in spirituality and everything in the gross mindset. But you know, I was 15, right? And I had so much pressure to stay at double zero. Now, I naturally, my body stays at like a two, but I don't even know if that's really realistic looking at the rest of my family, just because I put my body through so much growing up to be able to meet that mold. 
Now, I know that pageant queens, whether they have titles, I, could, I consider you all queens, whether you won the title or whether you didn't. I just call all of you guys pageant queens for even trying. And so, like, if you, you know, have ever competed and you're on, you know, Instagram Live or you're listening to this, you know, on our uh, Spotify or like Apple, whatever you're listening to this on, I consider you all queens. <laughs> With that, I do know the pressures, right? I was like, you tend to starve yourself. I was on a military diet, like actually, you know, like peanut butter, like a scoop of peanut butter, bread, and half a banana. And that's all you got to eat all day. And occasionally you got to eat a grape every other day. It's terrible. Don't do it. <laughs> so like, but that was like, you know, drugs go into it, different types of like just not eating whatsoever. So do you think that's a really popular thing amongst the pageant world? Do you think that was maybe just more personal? Um. Drugs definitely are not a part of pageantry, like, at all. Like, no pageant girls do, at least that I've met. Like, I've met a lot of pageant girls. None have ever even been, like, at least in Texas, and no one has even, like, touched, like, substances or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, definitely. Like, I remember after I competed the first time, I had to go three months, and I could not eat any type of uh, gluten. I would like blow up like a balloon because I had gone so long without carbs that my body became unable to digest it. Do you think it physically assimilated to not having the gluten? So I, after the pageant, I, we had like Chick-fil-A, like they gave us Chick-fil-A sandwiches and I ate it. (laughs) It's so nice. (laughs) And I ate it and I got so like bloated that it was so painful. I just had like a small little like just the bread. Mm. And I remember being like, I feel like I just had like a thousand like bread thing though like this is so painful and um that was like a gluten intolerance too to like just months of strict dieting like he said like military diet like no grains like this and that and i learned you know don't do that again the whole notion that like um we have to like starve ourselves isn't isn't necessarily the case i just i didn't eat carbohydrates i didn't know it would cause so much damage mm-hmm. by not eating them and you have to like slowly like go back into it and there's like a whole process you have to have coach like there's everything but um yeah like um when you when you do that and stuff and it is really hard on your body and it is like hard to consider maybe um not going the healthy route and like being unhealthy and I don't want to go talk too much about Evie just because the way it kind of came into my head was um someone kind of suggested suggested it a little bit and then just kind of like planted the seed that's why Mm -hmm. I don't want to like go into any specifics or anything because I don't want to do that to maybe like a young girl listening or anything like that like I'm with you I I never want to do that to somebody else or like you know, imply anything because I never want that for somebody else. And that's why we're talking. It was like mm-hmm. not to promote it. Like I definitely am not going to promote e-cigarettes. And that was yeah, the only yeah, time yeah, I ever yeah. had one. But it was Nobody. like the, um, the thought process, right? Like somebody gets in your ear and especially at such a young age, like I was 15 mm-hmm. and then I'm sure you were younger when you did pageants. Obviously you had to be at least a day younger, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but as young women, we do have the pressures to like stay smaller, you know, be more, you know, tiny for some reason, especially whenever I was, you know, your age or when I was much younger. I'm in love with the fact that that's not really the case as much anymore, but there is still a pressure in the beauty world. I will say that, um, 
with pageant queens, I feel like they get to be healthier weight and they get celebrated for that a little bit more than in the modeling industry. Mm -hmm. I feel like most pageant queens that win are like between, actually you might know this better, like sizes that can be anywhere from like three all the way up to 10. Like mm -hmm. I've seen, you know, voluptuous pageant queens and I'm like, oh, hi, yeah. <laughs> like, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. So, but more importantly, like instead, like, forget the nutrition for a second, but you guys are literally lifting weights in the gym. Like you guys are doing the lifting to get the like, toning and the sculpting that you yeah. want to have that physique. And I feel like lifting weights, like we're going to go into fitness because I know you love fitness. I love fitness, like, yeah. And so uh, the mentality before you even step on stage to go and be consistent in the gym and to lift weights, I feel like that's a whole different like setup, especially since I would say most pageant queens tend to be beautiful, right? I think you guys are all beautiful, but you know, beauty's in the eye of the holder, whatever. But like when you go to the gym and you're a beautiful woman and you're like lifting all these weights, how do you get into that mindset of just tuning them all out? Like, cause you know, guys are staring and yeah. women are staring and all that jazz. That's like a really good point. And it's, it's, I guess it's one of those things that just took time and practice because when I first went into the gym, there was so much shame associated. I felt, I felt so, 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 so shame. The full shameful? Shameful, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> shameful. But I don't want you to feel, we're saying that word so oddly, like it's almost like an oxymoron. Shameful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's the reason why um, I, I, I think I felt like that. And when I like look back on it, like first like getting into the gym, like only wearing like huge t-shirts that cover all of your body, mm. like never wearing like shorts, like only wearing like loose baggy outfits and things like that. And really like having to like slowly like take baby steps. I remember the first time I put on leggings in the gym, I was like, wow, everyone can see my butt. Oh my gosh, like this is not happening. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that comes with what you said, you know, the gym is, Predominantly, there's men. Mm -hmm. There's a few girls too, but usually when you go, no matter what time of the day, although I do love when it's mostly empty, it's gonna be filled with men. And as women, like especially if you've had, and a lot of us have, um, experiences that were very um, traumatizing with men, mm -hmm. it's it's like you don't want to be around that. You don't want to be anywhere to do that. You don't want to be like victimized in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. And so, or objectified, or objectified. Mm -hmm. And if people look at you, it's like huge sugar and things like that. And and I don't know. I guess just like practice, like going there every day, just kind of like not caring what people think, like really like enforcing, like not caring what people think really that's the number one like tip i would give anyone is just don't care like don't don't care just do you and focus on that it's so easy to say <laughs> not to do like i'm a little bit aggressive like i don't go to public gyms anymore and i go more to like studios i go to like dance studios yoga studios those type of things which fortunately tend to be female based right versus yeah. like the opposite of going um i was at equinox once i've been at planet fitness i've been at la fitness i've been at all of them throughout the years and i would be aggressive and be like what do you want like you can't even handle this <laughs> Me. Like, do you want this? I have mood swings. <laughs> like, that type of thing. But like almost you have to like switch it. Um, whether you like shut down, like you are able to kind of block it out over time and you kind of have this passive, sweet, lovely, feminine energy versus I turn into like a 
whole bear, which I know you <laughs> like yeah. her handle on Instagram mm-hmm. is actually about polar bears. I think like Paula the pol- I don't what is your Instagram? Polar Pantera. But I recently changed it to Polar, so two R's. Sorry. Um I change it all the time. I'm probably different by the end of the podcast. When she came in and this is totally <laughs> off track, I promise we'll get back on track. She just started talking about polar bears. She goes, <laughs> Like, do you want to know, like, actually, what did you even say? Like, they don't eat plants? Like, <laughs> like polar bears are the only animals that are, are the only bears that are purely carnivorous. Mm-hmm. Where they live, their environment, there are no plants, but they're vicious. Like, people in Antarctica will leave the doors open. So the polar bears are, so if someone's running from a polar bear, they can just get into the car and hopefully not get eaten alive, you know, because these things are monsters and they will get you, so... Yeah. Save the polar bears, though. Like, they're <laughs> monsters, but save them. Save the polar bears. They're so cute. Like little Coca-Cola polar bears. <laughs> Just don't have that. That showed your age. <laughs> so I'm going to switch gears completely because while I think, you know, the physical aspect is really important, I don't think it's everything, especially when it comes to the growth mindset. What I really love about pageants and like growing up, I would watch, and you probably know this, uh, super natural, super, it's... Oh, now I'm forgetting it. Supernatural. Uh, Miss Super, Miss Supra something. Um, but I also watch, you know, Miss USA, all the regular ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the one I'm thinking of is kind of like Miss Congeniality or something okay. on that major. I just can't remember. I'll put it in the show notes because, you know, I'm being a bad host right now. <laughs> but <laughs> what I really loved is they really had a section in this particular pageant that I'm thinking of that was about cultures. It had only only to do about like diversity and public speaking about your oh. individual culture okay and so i feel like that's you know a way to like grow in almost to like the interview aspect did you get to express any type of authenticity with like you know your culture have you ever heard of that or um so i think the first thing i ever did was like a multicultural thing um and it was like i was representing like a culture. I don't even think I represented my own culture, to be honest. Like, but that could I, be good. Cool. I just got picked to pick some random culture, but the the because my my like um thing was already taken. Mm-hmm. So I think I was like Miss India or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But there is that aspect, like heritage, like 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 representing who you are, like as a person, as like your ancestors, and it goes like deeper and like that's beautiful. That's beautiful as well. I was only in one of those. I don't really um, remember too much about it, um, but that's definitely not in like all of the pageantry, mm-hmm. like that aspect of it. Cause a lot of people don't even know like their cultures anymore. Like, cause it's just so mixed. And I think that's beautiful. Like um, some people are like Japanese and like white, black, like just all of these different things that it makes them beautiful. And they're like, you know, one of a kind, like it's amazing. Um, Do you find a lot of diversity in pageants? Um, you do. you do. You definitely do. It also depends on where the pageant is, like, located in. Um, Miss, Miss Texas is known for the most, uh, like, Miss USA, like, wins. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, the hardest um, pageant in, like, the United States of America because, like, they're, like, they're, like, the pressure's on. Like, we, we, we're going to keep this position, like, number one. Like, so the number of people who compete is, like, sometimes it'll be up to 200. When I did it, it was, like, oh 30. Goodness. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, like, 30, but, like, it's been, like, in the hundreds, like, before. And, and that's a lot of competition and things like that. I'm um, trying to be, like, like valedictorian of the pageant world. Oh, like, exactly. People, like, we're going to class. Like, I feel like I'm graduating. 
So uh, that's a lot of stress though. Like, how would you bring, and this is going to be the whole golden nugget, like this is the moment we've been waiting for, is you're a very spiritual person. I'm extremely spiritual, yeah. And so, like, I know that you, you love, <laughs> of course, I own metaphysical store. <laughs> like, it comes with the territory. Um, with that, though, I know that that can be kind of contradictory like the pageant world is very materialistic right like for being surface level you know real talk for a moment mm -hmm. and then uh, spirituality just like the model world you know materialistic on the flip coin spirituality is the opposite like right now the industry i'm in versus the industry i was in growing up 100 percent different same thing with pageants but there is a way to correlate there's bridges obviously because i found a bridge you found a bridge mm -hmm. but i know that you love your crystals and you love your herbalism and you love your astrology and like you have you know i think you do yoga and meditation like all these different forms so is that actually common in the pageant world or are you like the exception to the rule so pageantry has trying to make like fix their kind of look so they're tired of being known as like oh like bonehead girls like don't think they're just like beautiful and that's it like now the girls who win have substance mm. and one thing that goes into that is the interviews also like they've, they've there's like viral things about girls who are asked like how do we solve ISIS like how do we solve it and they have like 10 seconds to answer and like no time to think and it's just like like okay that's a little bit too much like that's mm -hmm. going a little bit too far but with spirituality and pageantry and like the materialism I think I think a lot I don't know I'm interested to know what you think about this, but I think spirituality has a lot to do with selfishness as well. Like you have to be a little bit selfish if you're going to be spiritual because you just give, 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 and you can never grow by yourself. Then it's how are you going to help other people? Because like I think we all want to help as much as we can, but you can only you can't help you can't always say yes. Sometimes you have to be a little bit selective and be like, okay, I want to do the right thing, and in the long run, this is the right choice. So that's a little bit selfish, spiritually wise, mm -hmm. and like pageantry wise is kind of the same concept. It's like I could go out and like spend time with like with my friends and stuff, but like I have to like sleep eight hours a night. I have to like do this. I have to like I have to be really really tight. You know I can't drink because if I drink like my whole like routine is gonna be messed up. And like pageant is only like thirty days away, and so it's mm -hmm. like you really have to balance that, and that can be considered a little bit. You know, what you call it selfish it's an interesting word to be honest with you like i'm gonna get on mama bear for a second <laughs> like the word selfish and spirituality i don't know if i've ever heard them correlated before like that so tell me how would you define spirituality for yourself first and i might be able to Ooh, help you okay. with that Spirituality to me is an all-encompassing term so i believe spirituality like my definition is the things that are unknown and once it becomes known or once it becomes like put into a category then it's no longer spirituality something else mm -hmm. so it's like the mystical things the unknown the the things that we haven't quite put like a name to to me that's spirituality and it's like deep things above like our our knowledge even or yeah. understanding yeah yeah so if i'm listening to you correctly you're basically categorizing everything in the spirituality world as like the metaphysical or the unseen 
So we're going into like the subconscious as well as like the physically unseen of like physics and then also the physically unseen of like multi-dimension universe. That's a lot. (laughs) Like you have a huge concept of spirituality and that's amazing. That just shows, you know, you're elevated, right? You're very high level. And um, that helps me with what you were talking about, like selfishness. Mm -hmm. So I think of and this is about you, but you know, I'll answer your question because you asked, right? <laughs> so to be selfish in spirituality, I think that you're kind of categorizing your health as being selfish or, you know, your best interest. And I find that somewhere where we can grow together here is you have you, your spirit, right? Like I'm interacting with your spirit. That's your physical energy. That's, you know, where quantum physics gets into play. The aura is another way to present it or the vibe. Some people call it vibes. They call it spirits. They call it energy. You know, um, intuition gets kind of categories in there. Okay. And then I would say another tier, and like we're kind of building a tripod here, by the way. <laughs> another tier is going to be our physical body, right? It's so it just like, if you punch me, I'll probably punch you back, but no, I won't. You're too sweet. <laughs> like with that, you know. I like, hope you would if I punch you. Like, I, no, I, honestly, I'd be like, Paula, like, I never, I'll never lay a finger on anybody. Ever. What happened? Like, it was just like, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? Like, did I deserve that? No. <laughs> or did I? Like, what did I do? And so, but you know, your physical body, and so like your health would be into that um, category, right? You know, those eight hours of sleep before the pageant, and that's a very important aspect and then i would say your last tier that you probably have there is like your soul um this is where your emotions live your subconscious lives your feminine energy and i would always say that like your masculine energy can kind of go into your physical sometimes even Mm -hmm. though obviously you're a beautiful woman you're a very feminine looking woman i'm a very feminine looking woman um but we can have both uh, and we do we have masculine and feminine within us Uh, but with that like we kind of have this tripod here and then depending on your spiritual beliefs or maybe even your religious beliefs, there's one more element that kind of creates the pyramid because there's a reason that Egypt and the divine and, you know, God to human interaction was in the development of a pyramid and not just a triangle. And that's where the higher power comes in or the universe or, you know, whatever you believe in. I believe in God. So like, yeah. it just depends on, you know, who you're talking to or um, what they believe. So if you have this kind of pyramid going on, like if you are not serving any of those aspects correctly, your spirituality, especially since your spirituality is so high level, is going to shake, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're literally, um, when I was in sixth grade, I competed in um, a straw tower contest. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, Um, but basically you get in a little small group of a team of like four or five people. And they give you like 500 straws. I'm talking like drinking straws. Literally straws. Okay. Like drinking straws. <laughs> okay. And you had to build a tower. And you it was whoever won, like it was different teams. Whoever had the tallest tower that would stand won the competition. And you only had 30 minutes. Wow. And so based off of that, you had to really learn a little bit of physics and, you know, support and, you know, to win the game, right? Or to win the competition. Um, I never want to do it again. It was so stressful, (laughs) kind of like pageants, super stressful. But with that, that's, you know, spirituality as well and your health. I would never say that to take care of your body, even though you have to make choices, you know, as a young woman, as a young male or anywhere in between, you have to make choices for your better health, but you also have to make choices for your spirituality, your soul. 
This is where I would say meditation comes into play. This is where you got to walk away from that relationship that's not serving you because it's costing you, you know, your emotions and your well-being. Or if something isn't, um, you know, spirit, that's going to be more of like the bad energy. Like I'm sure, and unfortunately as women, there's been a point and a place in time where you put the keys in between your knuckles because you're like, this place feels like a bad vibe trying to walk out to my car type of energy. It's so like understanding that all of those are needed. And then for me and for a lot of people out there connecting that with the higher being that they believe in or the universe that they believe in, that's not selfish. That's taking care of yourself. And that can be a little bit, you know, um, how do you say it, naked connotation as being selfish. But honestly, it's just serving yourself the way that you were supposed to be created. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like that might be a little bit of, you know, some the, pulling out that onion for that later. That's your own homework. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll, like, I'll feel that. Like, so you'll bit. listen to this episode and be like, okay, I didn't get it the first time, but we're going to listen again. <laughs> and yeah. I impose everybody to do that as well. But I've, I've had that happen before, like, I hear something, and I hear it, but I don't, like, like, the, it doesn't, like, set, like, he said, settle, and then, like, later on, like, a week later, I'll be like, oh, I get it, like, I feel it, like, I, what you said, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel that, like, I understand that, like, deep, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think, I think that I agree, like, with that, I know what you're talking about. And, and then I'll take it one step further, because I know you're going to listen to this, because you're a homework girl, is, <laughs> is it selfish if it's not serving you? So the biggest thing about spirituality is at the end of the day, we are a collective, right? What I do, um, butterfly effect, might affect somebody in Asia, or it might affect somebody not born yet, right? Like it's where we get in the climate change and all of these different types of things. So if I'm not taking care of myself, it could impact others. Or if I'm not taking care of other people that are in my inner circle with my spirituality, I know for a fact, if I didn't do meditation this morning or if I didn't do yoga this morning, I can be a little bit of a monster. I'm a polar bear (laughs) for the rest of the day. And that can really affect somebody else, right? Like if I, and I didn't do yoga today, so it's amazing how, you know, you're alive. (laughs) I didn't eat you because I not taking care of my spirit will affect other people in my collective, in my energy, in my group, you know, my team, my family, my friends, the whole nine yards. So is it selfish or is it taking care of the higher collective? True. You got higher collective. That's which I I love the way you put that. Um, I think, I think, okay, so we have different viewpoints, I think, on that a little bit. So I think like the, the, I think a lot of people feel emotions and some people feel them stronger than others. And I think people who like are successful, who do like go the mile and who are, you know, have that like drive in them. I think they have like a lot of like anger. And I, I think mm-hmm. not like, like, like it's like inner anger, but it's like anger that we have that, cause I, I'm guilty of this too that just comes out in bursts. Like, it's almost yeah. like you could almost define it as like anger. She's it's not like I'm gonna like, like hurt anyone or do anything, but I get really, really angry easily. And it's like, I noticed that like, successful people have this quality and I think it's something important and it makes us who we are. Like, um, my dad's like that as well. He's, he's like, a, he has that in, inside him. And, and I noticed that people have this as like a negative thing, like they associate it negatively. But um, what was my point? I was just trying How to does say. that relate to pageants? It's like um, it's like it, it pushes you. Or an to, example, I guess. I guess I 
I guess the way I, I kind of like see, see that is like, we see it as like a negative thing, but I think God made us like that for a reason. And to like see the beauty in, in our, like our qualities, not trying to like bring them down or like delusion, just like being able to understand like where it's coming from, why, and then like going like further with that. Um, and like the way that relates to pageantry is you have to be extremely self-aware. Like if you are not self-aware, you're not going to go anywhere in the pageant world because um, the whole like idea is like you need to like improve like yourself. Mm -hmm. and like it's three day long process it's not it's mentally like you have to be perfect for three days and it's not for the faint of heart if you like get an outburst or if anything happens you know you you slip on stage and like a lot of girls had breakdowns like that i would see like behind stage like there was one girl who had like tripped or something and like i saw her like on the floor just like crying her pour her heart out and you see that and it's just so much pressure because it's such a long like process like um you're modeling and things like that and you prepare yourself it's almost like you're like like putting on this like facade but you can only do it for so long you know that has to be eventually like a part of you like you have to be nice you have to be like willing to help other people like mm. these things that the coaches and everyone like always tells you like you need to do Mm -hmm. walk and everything that's just like 20 minutes but like other stuff and then sticks with you you know you learn that and it stays with you and people tell you like you, you like there's people who will tell you you need to get your teeth whitened you need to do facials you need to do this do that mm -hmm. and like you learn from it you know so i have one last question before you know i know you need to go to bed <laughs> i need to go to bed too but i really want to know is there any like moment where you felt like your spiritual beliefs were being counteracted in the pageant world or in you know even the fitness pageants that you did as well where you had to kind of check yourself and then how did you do that? Because I'm sure that other women that are in the pageant world have like came to terms of like, here's a moment, maybe it was against my morals, maybe it was against my spirituality or even religious beliefs. And like, how do you do that and still balance it? Because you're after that crown as well. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like that's so valuable. And I want to touch that before we get off. So um, before you go like on and everything, it's like you're really like exhausted and things like that. And then it's like, the whole morally like going on stage in a swimsuit it, it does compromise my morals a little bit i did feel like i was like going against what i believed in a little bit because i was like being put against these girls and that was the hardest part for me personally and that like took a lot of my soul and what did do. it go against just to be specific so, so just being like like kind of bra and underwear and like being dressed like putting yourself in that position mm -hmm. it did not because i told you like like being in the gym and like working out it's almost like me asking like 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 I, it really took a lot it was almost like i feel like i was asking for like approval or like you know to be like like someone tell me i'm pretty like and validation validation mm -hmm. and that's what really like that moment before i went on stage i was shaking like crazy i was like wanting to not do it i was like maybe this isn't for me i was like maybe i can turn around and just forget all of this like mm -hmm. that was the moment for me that like really like took the most definitely so how did you shift your growth mindset there like because you obviously you went out there i've seen the video <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on her Instagram. <laughs> like, so it's all good um, occasionally i have to pull out some magazines because people because i don't advertise it you know mm -hmm. and i'm like okay yeah here you go yeah but, like, like proof like there you go so how did you 
you know, in that 30 seconds, switch it from feeling insecure, right? You know, like feeling, okay, this might go against my morals a little bit. This might, you know, go against what I value or what I spiritually believe in to like, one, two, three, go. <laughs> I think I think the way that I really kind of shifted it and and made it okay for me was like what I told myself at least in that time was like I already agreed to this I knew this was coming like this was part of the process like this is necessary like this isn't about um this isn't about this is what you like work fitness for like you've, you've worked hard to have this physique mm. um so it was it was kind of like that not letting like any shame and it's like I have the power here like I have like this like um control in a way of this situation because I put myself here like nobody is objectifying no one's like putting more to mm. I'm doing it to myself and like it's empowering because like you're like on like um on you're, you're elevated a little bit and mm -hmm. it's, it's not no one's looking down on you people are looking up at you and and it's almost like admiration in a way so it did kind of bring me back like my power like growth mindset i guess mm -hmm. and like versus like other situations where like you know you're working out and some guys just like winking at you or something mm -hmm. you're just... and what i'm hearing from you is one kind of key word in two different ways um commitment is like you made a commitment that was the first part of what you just said right it's like mm -hmm. you agreed to do this right mm -hmm. like you signed up for it that's a commitment so like that kind of pushed you past you know that insecurity feeling or that you know literal shaking feeling yeah. but more importantly what i love that you did and like you you know walked me through is like you've made a higher commitment to yourself right and i feel like that's applicable in the gym too is like mm -hmm. you're not there because of the guy behind you you know that's going to look at you whether you know you're 20 pounds less or 20 pounds over like they're going to look at you because males look at women right mm -hmm. but you made a higher commitment to go to the gym to be healthier for yourself and the same thing is like on the stage and i feel like that's a beautiful synergy to relate it to not just like pageant queens because you're all queens but just like the everyday woman that wants to have a healthier lifestyle like going through her insecurities mm -hmm. so that was beautiful that's my like little, you know, bow on your like present type of thing. Oh, I so. love that. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything that you want to like kind of touch to like bridge it over? Or do you want to just talk about how amazing you are and how can people find you and what are you working on next? Um, so right now, I guess like, I think I kind of talked to you like a spirituality course. It's like, I'm still working on that. It's still happening. <laughs> We're trying, guys. We're trying. <laughs> it's just it's just um it's a lot i didn't think it'd be so much like building a website mm -hmm. is a lot mm -hmm. um but it's, it's in progress um estimated is like february like like tonight you know tomorrow night like it's 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 a little little like how do you eat an elephant you take one bite at a time but don't eat elephants because it's not healthy <laughs> just hit the push button like, you know publish <laughs> what is the website yeah. name um uh, okay, so it actually hasn't like like been like fully set up yet. I it, it's between like sold, sold up, or like so, something soul, sold, sold, mm -hmm. um, S O U L E D. Mm -hmm. uh, but it hasn't like been put, published or anything yet. It's still like oh, by the time this episode in, comes out, in construction. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know if it'll be out. Like it's 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 been a long time. It's been like three months that I've like been like doing it. But it's just me. Like and I also have my job and it's cool and I've you know, I, I definitely mm -hmm. kind of uh put a little bit more than I can chew. Mm -hmm. Bit a little bit more than I can chew, but swallow, I don't know what I'm saying, but um 
it's it's i love it though and yeah that's something we're doing and then um the next thing is um i'm doing the miss florida usa um this, she waits till the end this, to say that <laughs> may, may 11th um, so that's gonna be exciting um and uh, yeah if you want to follow me on, on instagram it's Paulers with a z Go ahead and spell that out because I'm sure there's going to be a girl that is on here and is like, I want to get into pageants, but I'm also spiritual. So like spell out your handle for us. It's at P-A-U-L-E-R-R-Z, Paulers. That's just a nickname. Like some friends used to like call me and I just kind of like liked it. Um, and, and probably will change again. I've changed it all the time. <laughs> so follow her now is what she's saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, it has been a gem, Paula. I absolutely love having you in store at Flying With well, Air. So and I much. love seeing you grow and, you know, just be a rock star. I know that you're going places. You just got to figure out where you're going, right? <laughs> and that's for all of us, not just you. Like, me too. Like, I'm constantly like, okay, who am I? Where am I going? So you've been a pleasure. And then for all of our listeners, definitely go check out Paula. When she hits up that Miss Florida, I am going to be sharing her. <laughs> so you guys better, you know, like, root her on. Yeah, um, thank you. But thank you. Have a good night, everybody. And we are signing off. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs>